Hey, hey, welcome to the Busy Principles Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby French. Each week, I will share tips, tricks, strategies, and ideas from one busy principal to another. I hope you find something that makes principaling a little easier for you so you can embrace the joy of being a principal every day. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Busy Principal Podcast. And I am your host, Bobby French. I am so excited for episode number nine. Woohoo! I said number nine. Um, a couple of good friends have told me that most the average lifespan of a podcast is seven episodes. So I am very excited that we have made it to number nine. And today we're talking about weathering schools. And that's because I've been thinking lately through some conversations with principal friends that I have out in Texas. Of course, we've been talking about the weather out there, and it seems like everybody can have conversations about the weather because it's something that we all relate to. But I've been thinking about how weather impacts us all differently across this country, kind of based on where we live. <laughs> I'm from New England, so the weather here means something a little different, not just because of our seasons, but the big joke in New England is, uh, you know, if you don't like the weather, wait a few minutes because it will change. And, you know, you think about what snow, you know, means for us versus our friends in Texas or even in Minnesota. So a few inches of snow has completely shut down the state of Texas and, um, you know, I can't even imagine what all of you in Texas are going through right now. And so definitely this past week, you have been in my thoughts and prayers to know that school has been closed down for a week, that, you know, you can't even connect with your kids online and that it's just, you know, it it's different. You know, um, I don't understand, you know, rolling blackouts. You know, we don't have those here in New England. Um, you know, your loss of power, you know, here, if we lose power, you know, it's because, you know, we get ice or heavy snow on the trees and they take out a power line, which I since have invested in a generator um, to continue to have the benefit of power when the power goes out, especially because I have a well, um, which runs on electricity. Um, you know, and hearing in the news now, people in Texas getting these high water bills or electricity bills, like, and they haven't even um, been able to use their electricity. So there are some things being on the other side of the country here that I just, it's hard for me to understand with what's going on in Texas. I know here, you know, we get a few inches of snow, you know, obviously things run kind of as normal, you know, we're expecting another three inches today. We've been in this snow pattern, like, most of the country with, you know, lots of snowy days. And usually, you know, it'll take more, you know, than eight inches to close school down or, you know, a blizzard uh, and two feet of snow might actually close us down for two days. And then I think of my friends out in Minnesota where they would laugh, you know, at closing school for eight inches of snow because, you know, they kind of go to school with, you know, all of that snow is, is typical for them. They'll have recess, you know, when it's zero degrees out and they're all bundled. Um, so I, you know, have been thinking about how, you know, it's all relative for us. You know, we've been having conversations in our house about what's going on in Texas. And of course, we we don't understand because it's not what happens to us when it snows. Or even if you saw on the news, 
uh, here they were showing cows in Texas in a pasture with a, a fire bucket, you know, a bucket with fire in it. And the newscasters were saying it's to keep the cows warm. Whereas my husband and I chuckled because you can see that the cows are drinking the water from the melted snow from the fire to see that it's just, it's to provide, you know, water for the cows. So even, you know, people see things and interpret them differently. So why am I talking about the weather and weathering schools? Well, because it got me thinking that how we all kind of come to weather differently based on our own you know, experiences and perceptions, I think we have to think about that same thing in our classrooms. I think that's a huge analogy for what our students bring to school each day. And for them, you know, their, their geographical differences is their homes. You know, even though they could live in the same state, same town, same neighborhood, what they're bringing to school, their experiences, their perceptions, you know, are different than the classmate sitting next to them, than the teacher, you know, in the classroom. And so I think that's something that we all need to always like take a deep breath, step back and remember um, and kind of view that from the balcony sometimes, as well as from being right down there in the arena with our students. One of the activities I like to do with my staff now that I learned at the ruler training Um, I want to take you through that. If you are driving, please keep your eyes open and on the road. Um, If you're multitasking, if you could just stop for a second, even if that means you have to pause me, I'd just like to have you just kind of think about one of your students. We all have, you know, if it's that student, if it's a student you're currently concerned about, if it's students you had last year that you just couldn't stop thinking about. I want you to choose a student. And now what I want you to do is I want you to close your eyes for a minute and think about that student. It's first thing in the morning and it's time to get up. Think about how did that student wake up? You're that student. How did you wake up? Did an alarm go off? Did a parent come in and gently wake you? Did someone kiss you good morning? Were you greeted as soon as you woke up? Or do you wake up with a start because you're already late? How did you wake up in the morning? And then you have to get dressed. You know, maybe that's your routine to get dressed first. Are your clothes laid out? Are your clothes hanging in the closet? Are you trying to rummage through your clothes basket or a pile on the floor? And then you, you know, you're brushing your teeth. Do you have your toothbrush? Do you have what you need to get ready to brush your hair? What did you have for breakfast? You know, was breakfast on the table when you came downstairs, came into the kitchen? Do you grab a Pop-Tart? Are you rushed out the door because everybody has to go to work? You grab something through the drive through Or do you have to wait and eat when you get to school? Are you getting on the school bus? Has anyone said good morning to you yet? Kind of how are you feeling as you're getting ready to start your day? And then you get to school. Are you rushed out of the car in the car line? Does mom, dad say goodbye? Do you get off the bus? Did you have a pleasant bus ride? Was it lonely? Was it loud? And as now you're arriving at school, How are you greeted? Are you given high fives, fist bumps, hugs? 
you kind of push in with the crowd as everybody gets off the bus and pushed in the cafeteria where now you either are excited to eat breakfast or since you've already had a big breakfast, now you just want to be able to talk to your friends, but then you're being rushed or you're told that you need to, you know, not talk because everybody needs to eat. Do you have friends? Is there a place you sit every day? Is someone talking to you? Did anybody ask you how your day is? And then that bell rings and it's time to get to class. Do you link arms with your best friend and skip down the hallway? Are you rushed down the hallway? Do you kind of mosey along and take your time thinking about how excited you are for the day? Or are you a little hesitant because you don't know what to expect? What happens when you get to your classroom door? Are you greeted with a big smile and more high fives or shimmy shakes or another fun way to be greeted? Are you looking forward to taking your seat and starting your day? We could continue and think about what lunchtime is. Are you excited to go to lunch? Again, knowing that you have a place to sit and you can't wait to talk to your friends. Are you looking forward to recess? Do you have friends that can't wait for you to come and play kickball with them? Or are you just going to stand by and watch somebody else play because you're not sure how to say hello to somebody? How does the rest of your day go? Are you looking forward to going home? Does your family sit down to eat dinner together? Do you get to hang out with your friends? What's your ritual before you go to bed? Does someone tuck you in? Do they say goodnight? So I want you to remember that and think about the day in the life of your student, especially when you're struggling to connect with a student. And see if you can find a way to connect. We want schools to be a place of openness where kids have a sense of belonging every day. So I hope this will help you as we begin to weather schools for students and make it a place where they want to be every day. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Busy Principals podcast as we talked about, you know, the weather across the country, as well as what we can do to help our students weather school. If you like this episode, please think about subscribing and sharing. And until next week, have a great day, everybody. Thank you for listening. Feel free to drop in a comment, subscribe, or share everywhere, like on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or even LinkedIn for anyone who might enjoy these short weekly podcast episodes. Catch y'all next week.